it's uh, great stuff. We both tried it. We both Dude, like it. Is, honest and, to God, I've been drinking nothing else for three months. I, you know, <laughs> I think in like February, I tweeted saying I was having issues with caffeine. And I was just like a jittery mess. And Greg replied to me like, well, just try this. If it's no good, I'll refund you. Uh, honestly, I haven't stopped since. It's fantastic. I love it. Go to nowave.co and use pod 10 for 10% off your order. That is N-O-O wave dot co and use code pod 10 for 10% off your entire order. Hello and welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast. I'm joined by Tom Brown and myself, Matt Lady, as your co-hosts. Each week we'll have a casual chit chat about all things D2C. What's on our minds at the moment, thinking through our own problems and challenges out loud, as well as weighing in on current events, trends, and news. Quick reminder before we jump into it, 65 days away from Black Friday as of recording. It's uh, that's that's two months and five days if you think about it that way. <laughs> so there you go, there you have it. Black Friday is coming up. Tom, how the hell are you doing? I am very well, sir. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm I'm pumped up. I didn't know my my new job as online mattress salesman would get me so excited, but here I am. I'm super pumped uh, to so, learn more about mattresses and sling some mattresses. Is this officially your first week? This is this is officially the first week. Last week was literally my first day was Friday, but I'd started like the few days before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just kind of doing stuff ahead of time, sitting on calls, getting emails out, talking to new people to hire, just getting the ball moving. And I'm very glad I did that because this week has not been that stressful. And because I, I already started on a lot of that upfront work last week, so been able to dig in and. One of the main things I've been digging in on is this main replatforming and migration from WooCommerce to Shopify. Mm -hmm. And I've never done this myself. I've never done this for a client. I've never had to do this before. I've worked with WordPress sites independently. I've worked with Shopify sites independently. I've never transferred a WordPress WooCommerce site to Shopify for a live running brand in a business. And I hope nothing breaks. And so I, I've been thinking a lot about this. I've been talking to different partners, freelancers, agencies, services, and gotten a wide, 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 wide range of prices and uh, scopes and like how I should go about it. So I just wanted to share some of my thinking, share some of my findings, and talk a bit more about why I uh, mm -hmm. wanted to switch from WooCommerce to Shopify. So. Yep. Obviously, I know we, we kind of touched on it the episode before. Are you still, let, let's start with like timeline. Are you still thinking like early 23 or are you, are you thinking this year? You're smiling. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am smiling for those not watching the video. Uh, so one agency and they were a little bigger, a little more for like slightly larger brands. They said like mm -hmm. four months minimum and like quite what I thought was quite a bit of money in terms of the scope. Um, mm -hmm. and I've gotten a few estimates from a few smaller shops Yep. and for half or 60 to 70% cheaper and, uh, six to eight weeks. Whoa. One, one of them being a build out with a template, one being a custom theme from scratch. In eight weeks? For, yeah. Wow. So... I'm like, whoa, that's why I said there's a wide, wide, wide variety and range is. of things so far. So that's what I'm talking about. And I'm like, oh, wow, I got options. There's uh, <laughs> got a lot going on here. So what, that's what I'm talking about. 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, just just on that, I know this is totally off tangent. Like, what would you say is like the biggest differentiator between like the big agency that's saying like four months versus the small shop that's saying like eight weeks? Is there something missing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. See, that's what I'm so cons- like. That's what I'm like hung up on. Um, mm. It's like, okay, what is the difference here? Like, yeah. is it just going to take longer? Like. Um, I think the bigger agency, there was like literally like a two week strategy sprint to start okay. the project, to get the scope involved, like just get the scope set. And then we start. Gotcha. And then, uh, these other agencies, like the smaller ones seemed a little more like just a little more nimble, a little more nimble, less, less like we have to plan everything out in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, this is how you migrate it. Like here's this service that actually does it for you. And it's like a few hundred bucks. I'm like, Oh, okay. So then what that, like this agency was making a big deal about like the migrations. I'm like, okay, well, like I'm probably somewhere in between of <laughs> like, yeah, I need to make sure that I'm doing it right. But also there's this like cheaper, quicker alternative. So mm. I think it's making sure the migrations all set up and then taking our time going through the features or any redesigns or new assets for the website versus just reusing the current assets on the WooCommerce site, yep. um, I guess is like the biggest differences. So, and so the, the big reasons why we're wanting to move over is the site, the site load speed is horribly slow. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's pretty slow. Like the mobile version Go on, how about is awful. It's not awful, but it's not, it's not great. Um, especially when you compare, if you put it up to purple and tough the needle and eight sleep and all these other big, big DTC mattress boys and girls, mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> where it looks like we're not a legitimate website at times, which is like, that's how bigger, like, you know, it's like, oh, this is like from 20 years ago, but I don't know. We're still getting sales. We're still, we still have good products and all this. So, um. Okay, so the, the main reason is site speed is customer experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, they have to individually add each product to their cart. <laughs> There's no like, oh, I added the queen mattress uh, to my cart. And in the cart, we want like, do you want to add the queen size bed frame? Do you want to add the queen size mattress protector? And then in the future, we're going to have sheets or like, you know, do you want to add a pillow? Right. So like, that could be in-cart functionality. It could be post-purchase upsells. Uh, it could just be like actually collecting emails. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of reasons. Um, I know my way around Shopify more. So with WooCommerce and like WordPress, like kind of need someone to like get in and change stuff for you. Shopify, like I'm not the most technical person, but I can make my way you around those. Yeah. You can you kind of kind of change, make some basic edits, and kind of just take care of it. Like, oh, this is like I want to change this copy. Or kind of want to change this image out or like try this new thing. It's much easier for me to kind of just do it. Um, and then it allows us to scale better as we start to ramp up ad spend. We can like better do testing and landing pages and like just way more familiar with the Shopify ecosystem. So um few reasons there. And mm-hmm. yeah, man. So um been thinking a lot about this and talking to a bunch of different people. And I, I'm starting to have a bunch of apps and like features and like solutions to problems when you're, yep. when you have a Shopify site. And so I have a bunch of them listed here. 
So, uh, Tom, before I get into my list, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Cool. Don't, look, it. At, don't look at mine too much. But what what would you recommend to me or anyone listening as like must have Shopify apps or like what has been like a game changer? What's made an impact? What has saved you the most time? You know, mm -hmm. things like that. It's a good question. I think I'm going to do it for like a store that's kind of already operational. I guess would be slightly different than one that's just getting started. But I think if it's me, um, Clavio definitely would be the first one. I know we had this debate before of like you know. Clavio versus competitors, especially with Clavio up in their pricing. I think honestly, it would still be Clavio at this point. There is just so much baked in functionality and it just works so darn well with Shopify. It really does. Um, and I know my way around it. And so does seemingly like 90% of the Shopify ecosystem just knows the platform inside and out. Mm -hmm. So that would definitely be one. Um, Clavio SMS, I'll be honest, I have not had a great time with, and particularly in the UK, I know it's different in the US. In the UK, there's no possibility for conversational SMS. So you can do outbound campaigns. You cannot reply to people if they respond to your messages. And I would say at the back of that, like I've had such a great experience with the team at Cartloop. We've been using them for probably 12, 18 months at this point. Okay. Small team based out of Romania, fantastic product. Um, raised a little bit of money, and it's, but they've just been so customer focused. It's been absurd. And I, I feel like that's almost the advantage with a lot of these like smaller apps that have got small teams, quite intimate teams. Um, haven't been around too long is like, you can really get in and have kind of quite a lot of control and influence over like their product roadmap based on like features that you need. You know, I can't do that with a Clavio. I can't reach out to the CEO and have a conversation. <laughs> so on with Cartloop, I kind of can, <laughs> which so I, I kind of love that. Um, yeah. reviews. I was a huge fan. I'll be honest of judge me for years. They, they, they were kind of just solid bread and butter. You know, it was $15 a month, which was an insane price versus something like Yopo. It was like $900 a month. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah. the same functionality. Wait, we, have, we have to bleep out that, that, that word. That's a, that's a <laughs> curse word. The Y word. Yeah, the Y word. <laughs> it's just a <start> riot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. But, but you made it seem like you were saying they have been bread and butter for so long. But Yeah. I, I think for me personally, it's still a fantastic product. It really is a fantastic app, fantastic solution. I think for me, it was actually getting a little bit too complicated. They were trying to do too much. There's just, there's so much functionality in the back end and so many settings. It kind of became intimidating. Like in a way for me, I guess, of like just trying to get it up very quickly and running, it became like a half a day process to really bake everything out. Um, so I started using looks L O O X a bunch and Junip a bunch. Junip, I love. I really do. Okay. I'll be honest, when, when they first came in the market, I remember having a conversation with Stuart and then I he was kind of running me through it and trying to just give me an understanding of like what Junip was. And I must admit, I missed it. I didn't really understand like how this was a differentiator. Mm. I, I'm yeah. going to eat my words right now because honest to God, it is outstanding. <laughs> That's awesome. No, see, uh, everyone's wrong sometimes. And mm -hmm. like, uh, we're... we're we're well to accept and admit that. So, okay. So I, I got a, a few of those similar ones uh, that you mentioned off the top. So I've on email and SMS, I've Clavio. I yep. think SMS I'll eventually change to something else. Mm -hmm. um, but just to just the first version of the site, just get like, I don't even know if I care about collecting SMS, like to be yeah. honest, but if we choose to do that, <laughs> then yes. Um, I'll just go with Clavio for now. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Customer, customer service, and I added experience because um, I, that's how I want to think about it. Uh, mm -hmm. We're a small team, and if I can just 
if I could respond to people instantly, if we have messages come in or add comment replies, and I just get back to them right away, like, mm-hmm. hey, we're a team of five from Portland, Oregon, and we're the small, like, mom and pop shop mattress brand, like, and we're now expanding across the country. That might work. That like might get people versus. Yes, it fills at, mom and pop shop. Like, yep. Yeah. 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 So uh, I have gorgeous. Uh, it's like the only really one I know. It's it's a little um, on the like more premium, expensive side, probably, mm-hmm. but. I don't even know if we get that many customer like support tickets to be honest with you, like to start. So uh, I don't really know if you have any alternatives or any other ones you want to mention. Um, um to be honest, like you, we started out back in the early days with Zendesk. Very quickly, like it became a bit of an arcade product. <laughs> I gather they've updated a lot, but at the point that we kind of switched over, like you, we went over to Gorgeous. I've used Gorgeous for years. I do keep hearing really good things about Reamaze, particularly on like the pricing side of it, that it's a lot okay. cheaper with a lot of sort of similar functionality as gorgeous. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think at this point, like I gorgeous is just a rock solid product. And again, has so many integrations. You know, we, we yeah. use it a lot for like pushing data back into things like Clavio. That's They're exactly going- what I was going to mention. Like, um, since we have so many, uh, since I mentioned like last, at uh, some point, like mattress <laughs> buying time is like seven to 10 years. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be able to just email someone every 30 days and like buy a new mattress, buy another mattress. Like Mm-mm. we can, we can push in like any data back from the tickets, like checking in on them and just have that for the next couple of years and just be able to like keep these customer like relationships going. Um, and then, Oh yeah, we do have a new product. You bought the peak two years ago. Now we have peak specific new thing we have like something very or very similar to the peak you mm. might like this pillow because it's the same material right like something like that um we'll be able to like use that for yeah so that uh really yeah that's a good that's a good call out there um for reviews so you kind of mentioned um judge shot me and looks um i had a kendo and unip as well kendo, so yeah uh, i've never used it again i've heard so many good things about it yeah really, really have yeah so does, i haven't either yeah, particularly as an alternative to that that Y one that we're not going to mention. <laughs> so, so, so the Y one, yep. <laughs> um, so uh, and I added looks in there. Um, that's another alternative. And then for like post purchase upsell, it's literally called post purchase upsell. It's by mm-hmm. Gil. Like he's like solo dev guy in New York. He's awesome. <laughs> um, it seems like the most cost efficient and affordable one. It seems simple. He just tweeted out, like, he's going to make the number of clicks from install to live, like, three, <laughs> like, instead of yeah. eight or ten. So, um, like, he's always, like, on the on top of things and iterating. And it's just, like, he doesn't take a – I don't think he takes, like, a percentage of each order, which is, like, a, lo- a lot of these do. No, um, and so <laughs> when you have an $800 AOV – 1% adds up, right? <laughs> like that's a lot over time. Uh, so it just kind of, that stood out to me. So either that, or we would actually try to build and bake that in like with a custom theme or build yeah. it out, you know, that way. So any, yeah. any post-purchase upsell? I know there's a bunch, but. There are a bunch um, between the one by Gil. And I must be, I, I always struggle to recommend this to people because like I can never find the exact name, you know, te- type in like post-purchase upsell or checkout uh-huh. upsell. And it brings up like just this whole list, but it's like a yellow icon. So it's by Gil. Just go find him on Twitter. Like it, it's genuinely fantastic. And you're right. Like the pricing on it is unbelievably fair. 
Um, I know it's something Gil kind of baked in from day one. And again, he is someone that you can really reach out to. Like if you're struggling with functionality or features and that's something you're looking for, Gil will have a very open and honest conversation with you. You know, if it's something that he's seeing recurring a lot or it's something that is very, very important to you, he will put it on the roadmap. Just a nice. phenomenal guy. Yeah. And like you say, he just does not stop working. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Always on. Um, so that's and that's just to mention some other ones, like, one of the other big ones is uh, one click, like Zipify. Zipify. Yep, there you uh, go. By, by Ezra Firestone and team. Played with it a bit, I'll be honest. Um, actually, the the only thing that I think is sort of a standout on that one, so it has like a two two stage upsell, post purchase upsell, and then a downsell. So there's like one additional opportunity to sell on Zipify versus I think just ah, about any other. Okay. Um, I believe that will probably be changing in the next few months, if not sooner. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because, like, depending on your store and your product, like, oh, you want to buy another T-shirt? Like, cool. Like, get it, get another T-shirt. Oh, you yeah. don't want a T-shirt? You want a tank top? <laughs> like, you know, some you have more optionality, and there's yeah. like actual ways to increase your cart. Like for us, like for Stumptown, like, do you want another mattress for twenty percent off? Like, I don't know, probably not. Like, Can I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe. Like, I, I, that's something I would test eventually. But my gut, like, immediately is like, no, no one's gonna. Oh yeah, I'll buy a second mattress. Like in the in the post purchase upsell. If anything, it would be like, oh, do you want the bed frame? Do you want the mattress protector? Do you yeah. want a pillow with it? Want the pillow? Do you want the bed sheets? Do you want the sheets with it? Like. And that, that, like, we have eight products coming out in the next, like, six to eight months. Wow. So okay. that's going to be exciting, too. So that is. anyway, that, like, there's some different uh, apps and use cases for post-purchase upsell. One thing, just to add to that, I know Looks, as of today, apparently launched the post-purchase upsell product within their reviews app. Haven't looked oh, at cool. it. I have no idea if it's any good. I just saw the email this morning. Nice. That's, that's, a, fun, that's a fun fact. That's cool. So looks uh, post purchase upsell. This one is another like this. One, this what I'm coming up on attribution mm -hmm. analytics. I mm -hmm. almost don't even want to say either of the words because I'm afraid <laughs> I'm going to get tagged on Twitter and like attacked right now. Triple whale at Northbeam. I'm going to so, let you go first. I will go first. I'll jump into the line of fire right now. Um, I only have experience with clients in the past with triple oil. And so that's all I can speak of from right now. The team is active and ambitious and energetic and helpful. And they keep shipping new features faster mm -hmm. than I tweet sometimes. And so I have a demo with Northbeam next week to uh, their Matt Kobach, the CMO, like DM me. He's like, hey, do you want a demo with Northbeam? I'm like, Sure. <laughs> Sounds good, man. So he got me connected and got me a demo for next week. So I've heard great things about Northbeam and it's more accurate. It's accurate in different ways. There's different features or whatever have you. So that I put both. Um, the fact that there's no pricing on Northbeam kind of scares me as a small mm -hmm. bootstrap brand. <laughs> like, I don't know if we're just too small for it yet or what the what that pricing looks like. So, um, I think in terms of kind of an all-in-one tool, Triple Oil will probably be the better fit for us to start. But I'm excited to see what, like behind the, behind the beams of Northbeam, you know, yeah. <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. So yeah. I went first. 
No, I, I, I'm with you. Like I've, I have no experience with North Bean. Um, from folks I've talked to that are running predominantly Shopify Plus stores, that seems to be the solution they're going for. Yep. Um, like you, I'm not sure on pricing. It's not something they talk about. I meant to schedule a demo, I'll be honest, months ago, and I never got around to it. I'm sure someone mentioned pricing to me, and for some reason I've got like starting at about $300 in my mind, but I might be completely off. Okay. Don't don't hold me to it. Um, like you, I've, I've used Triple Whale a lot. I, I struggle, <laughs> I'll be honest. I think it's been pushed as like, I don't know, I'm going to get torn apart for this, I'm sure. I love the guys at Triple Whale. Like you, I yeah. will you know, append this with, I, I absolutely love the team. think they're phenomenal. I think they are trying very hard and I think that the goal and the mission and the heart is all in the right place. Absolutely. Do I think it's better than really just looking at UTMs in Google Analytics? I'm not sure, in all honesty. Okay. I have not seen a huge amount of success with Triple Whale, particularly with a Pixel, um, in really giving me that much more clarity around data. And I might be an anonymous anomaly. I've I've definitely had conversations with Triple Whale and we've try to fix it and not really had much success. I'll be honest. I, I still have it. I use it as almost like just another data point just to kind of compare and try and get a sense of truth between like Shopify UTMs, looking at GA, using Triple Whale as well. Yeah, I'm kind of just pulling all of these together and, and trying to build a picture from all of them. Th that's kind of where I am. I, yeah. so I want to believe it. I, I think again, where I kind of struggle with, you know, when we're talking about like Facebook attribution and we're talking about a team that has almost unlimited resources and they haven't managed to figure this out. I think where I then struggle is to believe that a small team, whether it's triple whale, North beam, high rows, anybody else, or anybody else like selling at one of these apps on micro acquire, which drives me up the wall, that they've promised that they can deliver better attribution than these behemoths that literally have unlimited resources to fix this problem. I think that's where I kind of struggle. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm with you. I hear you on that. That makes total sense. And I think I, I struggle with that too. And I'm not technical enough to be able no, to like I'm not. understand like all the legalities of what data they can actually pass back or not and how yeah. they're doing it. Uh, server side versus through the API versus this versus that. Like I'm just not uh, that smart on that. Stuff. No, I'm not. I'll so be like, I think I ultimately agree with like, or don't disagree with anything you said. And I think that's what I've gotten feedback from, or heard feedback either on Twitter or from other conversations is like that. Um, I do like how they keep adding features. So it's not just about the pixel. So now they Absolutely. have like the creative cockpit. They have like post-purchase like survey, like added yeah. in, like they have these, all these other things that are going alongside it. So I think again, it's, it'll be another touch point or data point for me yes. because right now we only have Facebook and Google ads. Yeah. And like no organic, like no email. So it's like pretty, like it's, it's from this, <laughs> like, you know, that's where yeah. it's coming from. So I, I think yeah. it'll be good. That is, that's probably something to add is like, we do a lot of sort of influencer seeding. We've done a big focus on SEO. Um, so from, from that point of view, I think kind of the biggest issue we were seeing with, with like in platform metrics versus like triple well, and Triple World particularly is like as much as you know we would ramp the spend on Facebook and we would see like a decent return on that we were not seeing that within Triple Well it would just like link it to organic it's like it's not organic we know it's not organic like we are making organic efforts but like that's not where this revenue is coming from mm -hmm. I like could almost say it with like ninety nine percent certainty 
but maybe I was wrong. And like you, I'm just, I'm not technical enough yeah. to really know the ins and outs. So I, yeah. feel free to ignore everything I just said. <laughs> same, same, same. So I think that's, uh, I think we're good on that one. Um, the good, good convo there. And maybe I'll update after the demo and share some more stuff. But, that would uh, be cool. With, yeah. With North Beam. A quick note from our sponsor. Just a little reminder that No Wave is the coffee for creativity, which us D2C folks need plenty of. Their signature flow state coffee is organic ground coffee with L-theanine. This is shown to help lower anxiety, improve brain function, and sharpen your focus. Tom and I have both tried it and have made it our coffee of choice when cranking on ad accounts and planning for big events like Black Friday. It's the perfect way to kickstart your workday whether you're at the office or working from home. Go to nowave.co and use pod 10 for 10% off your order. That is n-o-o-wave.co and use code pod 10 for 10% off your entire order. Uh, next one, shipping status and order tracking. There's like, there's one huge big player that came out the last 12 to 18 months and it's mm -hmm. Wonderman. And like Brian and Jess, like they both worked at like these I think they both worked at Clavio, or at least Brian did. And um, they're just like awesome. Like they're, they're the founders and they're, it's like, you're, they're helping you cut down on all of the, where's my order, like questions and like chats and messages. Yeah. And they're helping like bridge the gap so that they can, customers can just literally go like check on it themselves. And so that reduced, not only saves you time and money, like, in terms of your customer support, but it's also just, oh, I don't have to ask where my order is. Like they can just go to click on it themselves and like, it'll be synced to USPS or whatever. And mm -hmm. then they'll be able to like look it up themselves and be like, oh, okay, cool. And so it's like this nice branded experience. It's not like you, you type in your UPS number on like, and then you go to their like janky old website and it's like, you know, whatever, uh, it's all kind of just done for you. So. It's, it seems pretty affordable. There's a free version for up to a couple hundred orders, I think. So, and I think that'd be really good for us because we don't have that many orders. We get a few, like we get like a handful of orders a day, and that's great, you know. Like we're selling eight hundred dollar mattresses, so um, I think that'll be really good for us. Um, any mm. any other ones you want to mention on this or? I'll be honest, to like you, I've seen Wonderman a bunch. I've never honestly played with it. Um, okay. I'll be honest, I got very close to actually a couple of months ago and then Hutch happens to be the 3PL I now work for. Um, actually, as I was still a customer of theirs, they rolled out a product called Aftercare, which does a lot of things, but one of which being like an order tracking page, um, returns nice. management, all that sort of thing. And it now pushes data back into Clavio as well. So oh, cool. you know, being in transit, weather delays, um, orders on hold, orders damaged, like all of that data, we can now push back into Clavio, sort of create nice. like flows and sequences off the back of that. Nice. That's, yeah. that's actually a really cool little product that so just a, a 3PL is now offering. Um, that's cool. I guess yeah. It's it's not something they've pushed a bunch. I think they've kind of struggled with like the messaging around it. So that's that's kind of been my job at the moment is to figure out how we do a better job of pitching this. And I mean, I, I don't know if Wonderment or any other like order tracking page is kind of doing it. It's something that they are trying to push quite heavily is to be able to do things like post purchase upsells um, on yeah. that trade on that status page. Yeah. So even after you order ship, like what is something that we can continue to upsell or get you back in to buy second, third, fourth, fifth time? Yep. Yep. No, that's cool. Uh, that's really neat. I hadn't heard about aftercare. Um, that's cool. Is it like I could just go to the Shopify app store and get it myself or no? No. no. So, 
I have to be their client. Yeah. At the moment, you have to be their client. We are talking about making it like a, a separate product that folks can use if they're not a Hutch customer. Um, okay. So at the moment, it's kind of just, it's a very cool little product for existing clients, but gotcha. that may change. Okay. Sweet. Okay. And then uh, moving on to affiliate signup and management. Uh, the one I've been hearing about a ton lately is Social Snowball. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, I'm sure there's like reversion still. Um, there's probably a few other ones I'm blanking on, but um, just like, hey, thanks for your purchase. If you like the product, immediately here's your 10% off code. Mm -hmm. You get 10 bucks or you get 10% of the order and you can give 10% to a friend. And then so the whole thinking behind this is you're getting money back into your customer's hands and not dumping more money back into Facebook. Yeah. And you're trying to like have little salesmen and saleswomen like help you be brand evangelists and brand ambassadors and them getting a piece of the pie, not just like customer review. Oh, this was cool. Like this is a good product. Like here, I, here's like literally money off. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's what this one's all about. Any, any others you want to mention? Um We've used, I've used Dovetail a bunch, um, okay. which recently got bought by Shopify. I think it's right. like Shopify Creators or Creative Network or something like that. Interestingly, I actually, I went for dinner with Noah a couple of weeks ago. He was part of the sort of bigger group that I went with and I got talking to him because obviously I was totally ignorant as to like why Social Snowball was any different. Um, again, like you, I'd kind of seen the name, heard the name a bunch, but not really looked at it. He obviously kind of pitched me on the spot of like what it was, why they built it, the kind of differentiating factors behind it. I'll be honest, I was sold completely and utterly. It sounds like, and I, I still need to dig into it. They had basically taken the best of everything, stripped it apart, ripped it apart, and just started over. Um, so a lot of automation, a lot of control given back to the creator, influencer, affiliate. Um, simple things like the sort of PayPal bulk payout, which sounds like it should always be simple, and it never is. It never goes smoothly. So yeah. they've, they've done a lot of work on that to actually improve that payout process. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm, I would definitely be looking at social snowball okay. from here on. Cool. Again, very um, small intimate yeah. team, but doing a, doing a lot of damage with a small team. Sweet. Yeah, that sounds like what I'll be doing. So that's good. Uh, Post-purchase survey, uh, there's no commerce. And then it used to be called Enquire Labs, but they rebranded to Fairing mm -hmm. um, somewhat recently. So those are kind of the two I'm looking at. Both of them... Their business, this is me like not knowing enough, like oversimplifying tech, but it's like, I'm asking my customer how they heard about me and you're charging me like 200 bucks for that. Like what? <laughs> like, should I just like, should that be built into my store? I don't know. Uh, I like, I like Matt and Jeremiah, both founders on both of those yeah. products and like, and this is me being super ignorant about software, but <laughs> like, dude, like, I just want to know, like. How, how you heard about me? Uh, yeah, that's two grand a year. Like that's that seems a little crazy, but you know, there's integrations. You can have different things pop up. You can then mm -hmm. push it into Clavio. You can then like um, show like conditional like oh if they answered this channel, then like this other question pops up or oh on this skew or this collection like this other like you know. So there's a lot more to it. I'm like super oversimplified it for the clickbait for the for the outrage, but, um, those are the couple of ones I've looked at. Any, mm. anything else to add or no, I, about? Again, yeah. I, I love the founders of both. Yeah. I know both <laughs> respect <laughs> both, but yeah, and like you, I, you know, I love them for the integrations. I really do. Again, just pushing that data back into gorgeous Clavio. 
that's that's really where the value is for me. I agree with you. I think <laughs> if I was just starting out, albeit you know they both have pay plans. If I was looking for very limited functionality, I dare say there is something you could build very cheaply with just it's it's, it's really it's core just a form with radio buttons. But <laughs> they both do it very well. I'll be honest; they, yeah, they really do yeah. it very well. Yeah. I love the dashboards. No, no, it's yeah, it's good, and I'm gonna definitely use one of them. I just uh, <laughs> needed to get out my my thought about a uh, yeah that form. Uh, so last one, and I had uh, I had Matt, the founder, uh, on the other podcast a while back. Mm. But video messaging and testimonial collection is Bonjoro. So my my this this was amplified and like reinforced based on our last conversation about at the yep. 90 day mark, go talk to that person, give them a call, post whatever mm-hmm. about the hundred day, sorry, hundred night guarantee. I, I want it immediately the day they purchase. Yeah. Send them a video message. Hey, it's Matt. I'm from Stumptown. I'm one of five people on the team. Like we're, we started out on the retail the last 10 years in Portland, Oregon. Now we're going across the country. Here's what you can expect. Reminder about the the guarantee, the 10 years. Like, here's how you reach out to us. Like, we're here to like answer any questions. Mm-hmm. And immediately help with a buyer's remorse on a huge product that you didn't actually get to test out that you'll be sleeping on every night. Yep. And be able to stand out against all the other mattress people. Yep. Of <laughs> like, we're, we're small, but our stuff's good. And we care about, like, actually care about you. And it's not some automated, like outsourced customer service ticket. Like this is me. I'm a real person. I'm going to mm-hmm. like mess- video message two, five, 10, 15 times a day, like at most for the next while I can, I can do that. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's not, that's doing the things that don't scale, but will actually like hope might have an like, astronomical return. Yeah. So that's like the, one of the big ones I found was Bonjoro and it's pretty reasonable and seems to integrate with Shopify. So it does. Yeah, yeah bon, Bonjuru, I'm a big fan of. Works really, really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's like those were all my must-haves in air quotes. Mm. Like, here's what I think of the core like minimum I need, and that was still like ten things, right? <laughs> like, um, I didn't even talk about pop-up specific. I just went with the Clavio like email pop-up for now. Like, um, so the nice to have and maybes is like a few others. Uh, live site status notification, yep. up top, uptime, uh, automated backup and version control, rewind, because uh, Shopify doesn't have that natively, which is kind of insane. No, uh, it is. <laughs> landing, landing pages, there's a bunch out there that are non-Shopify specific and Shopify specific, but the ones I dialed in so far are Replo and PageFly. Mm-hmm. Um, then automated sales tax calculation and collection, tax jar. So it's like, we're going to go countrywide. So different sales tax in different states. And then yep. like automatically like collecting, distributing that pretty straightforward, pretty simple. Uh, I think there, there's not many other options. Uh, there's this automatic UGC saving post. It's called archive. So I don't have a influencer. Uh, <laughs> we've never done influencer before. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I don't plan on doing it anytime soon, just because I don't think I can afford to just like Drop a bunch of free, free, free product that people yet, (laughs) yet, not yet. I need to scale up more, but if we do get people tagged, like if we get a post purchase flow or Mm -hmm. a call or the postcard set up later, 
and people start leaving reviews and they start like making more social posts and we're active on organic. That's a very cheap way to just like gather, like save all those posts for me. Yeah. And I can is. reuse those as assets or ask to use those assets. Right. Yeah. Um, and then this one too is similar to the survey, but the quiz, uh, like product quiz, uh, Octane AI, like, I think they have like a free version or like some base level stuff, but man, I, I think at our, at our revenue level, it's like 500 a month to like run a quiz. Yeah, there was, I, I'm with you. Octane is, is fantastic. It is not cheap. Um, there yeah. was actually one I found recently that it was free. I tested out with a client really just to figure out like if it was any good, it kind of blew my mind. It did everything so damn well and it looked beautiful. Okay. Um, that was PPF by Beam. It's a product PPF quiz builder. PPF Beam? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And yeah, somehow it's still free. I, I think at this point they were just trying to get as many installs and as much feedback as humanly possible. And I think they were going to come back and figure out pricing later. Yeah. Once they just got cool. people into it. Okay. I'll definitely have to check that out. Um, yeah. Again, like Octane is good. It works and it's sick and it has integrations and some other cool features, but Again, we're just, this is Shopify site for us version 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're not like super high in revenue and we do site, D2C side yet. Most of our revenue is still retail. So it's yep. like, I don't have the wiggle room to just throw all these apps on here right away. So no, it, it gets expensive uh, fast. Yeah. Then this new one, they, uh, recently announced a raise, but fondue, they're doing cash back instead of discounts. So instead of, Hey, 20% off, here's a discount code. It's, Hey, get $20 in cash back with your order. And they'll either make you a gift card for the brand store or a visa gift card, and then email it to you. That is so, very cool. I'm the, just so, looking them up. Yeah. So it's, I, I still haven't talked to them, and, um, but it's very interesting and intriguing and it's like, cool. Like, so I don't need to just throw away my margin right away by offering 20% off. I, depending on the, your brand, you could be like, cool. Like you get the hundred dollar purchase and then you still get all hundred dollars today. Right. And mm. then you give them $20 like to come back and buy something else, like a $20 gift card, or they can just cash it out and get it in like real people money, <laughs> like with the visa gift card or whatever. I like this so it's, pr it's pretty interesting. And so I think they recently announced a pretty decent sized raise uh, around. Um... Yeah. I mean, we, we kind of did something similar. We kind of hacked it together with, um, Gavolo, Govolo, yeah, I was going to yeah, yeah, yeah. um, last year, just before Christmas, we ran a promotion that was very similar to this, but this is, this looks really good. <laughs> it looks good. So that's on my nice to have slash maybe. And then yeah. the last one, last categories returns. And I just had a bunch of question marks because there's, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't find one or have one that's a go-to yet. Um, I, know th I know there's a couple. There are a couple again, like we've, we've been fortunate with the, with the 3PL hutch of, again, it was something that they offered in, in aftercare was kind of a returns portal that was built in, um, just again, just gotten better and better over time. We've, we've played with a bunch, um, never really found any that stuck. We played with like Returnly. I think there was, oh God, there was one that got bought by Shopify last year, early this year. I can't remember what that was. It was like a bunny rabbit themed or something. <laughs> uh, Deliver? No. No, that was the 3PL or that was something else. I cannot um, remember what that was. Yeah, that's okay. 
Yeah. Again, so, played with a couple. Never, yeah, never really found one that stuck. Never again because we're in the UK. Like there was always sort of limited support for UK carriers and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I've, I've chopped and changed between a lot. We used AfterShip, I think, for a while. I think that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too concerned about it right away. Um, I don't think we get too many returns, but no. it's something that you want to like, you don't want it to be a bad experience and like not have a plan for it when it does happen. Cause it's inevitable. Or, like, it it's is. going to happen. So especially uh, yeah. with like our hundred night guarantee and a 10 year warranty and all this stuff. So it's like, yes. Yeah. So I would say like for the most part, like we have kind of just managed that via like again, an embedded form on the returns page. Yeah, you know, not overcomplicating it. It just drops straight into gorgeous, and we just kind of handle it manually, or we put it through a workflow. Um, yeah, honestly, that that has worked. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you, like yeah. the seven and eight figure stores that are still doing yep. that. Yeah, successfully. So <laughs> that's why. Yeah, it was literally the last like category I had. I was like, yeah, too concerned about it, but I just want to bring it up. So yeah, I just like rattled off a bunch of stuff, and we no, did a little little chit chat about apps. That's and cool. Whatnot. Yeah. One thing, one, one app actually that I would add to that is kind of along the lines of like the cashback instead of discounting is um, an app called Bounty. I think it's still oh. in beta. Um, yeah, I've heard run, about this one. Yeah, run by a girl called, called Abe. And again, phenomenal products, very small team. They've raised a very small amount of money. Um, and it, it's basically on the basis of before you hit add to cart, there's a little widget that says, you know, post on TikTok and basically get cashback. So, you enter your phone number, it tracks you the whole way through purchase. Once you've purchased, it sends you a text and it basically says, you know, create a piece of content once you receive your delivery and we'll pay you on a CPM basis on views for that video. So, you know, if if you get the product, you post the video, it gets thousand views, you're gonna get, let's say like $10 back. If you post a million views, you know, you could potentially get absolutely thousands of dollars back, um, yeah. or just frankly be paid for it. And they're then kind of building in like, you know, licensing royalties, et cetera. So if you as the influencer have posted something, you've got a huge amount of views, or we just love the content as a brand, we want to license it and use it on an ad account. We're then like buying that off the creator or within Bounty. So it's a really, really good product. Yeah. Um, again, just a very different way of trying to incentivize someone to really become like an evangelist for your brand. So, you know, they have to buy it up front. They actually need to put dollars down and prove that they're interested in the product and then they can get the money back if, if, they want to right okay that's cool and i think that should be something a lot of brands look at mm. i don't know how useful immediately it would be for us but yeah i think that's one to keep in mind for everyone else for sure uh tom you're going over to you any uh anything you wanted to uh, update us on and selling the brand any it's been a couple weeks any uh any updates any new thoughts it has. I mean, I mentioned this to you very briefly just before we hopped on. Um, I'm still kind of in two minds. I am right now actually leaning to just keeping it. Like I, I think I kind of mentioned before, really at this point, everything is so outsourced. It's kind of taking me like 20, 30 minutes a day to actually run this brand, which is duffed. Um, it's just had its like most profitable month in probably a year. Um, we're not even into Q4 yet. I'm actually pulling my hair out a little bit because the stock that I got in for Black Friday is pretty much sold out. So I need to reorder again. No way. It, it's been a little bit daft and saying so we're not really doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing with anything too much. I'm not testing anything too much. I've kind of just like taken a bit of a step back from it. Just let everything kind of settle and just wow. you know, prove that it's profitable and it's viable and that it's growing at a nice trajectory. And yeah, all of this kind of in preparation to sell it. And now I'm kind of sitting here thinking like, this is actually quite a nice cash flowing business. <laughs> yeah. You, so I, 
Wow, hold on. So you're, sorry, I totally interrupted you. But Black Friday, <laughs> Black Friday inventory is almost sold out already. It's almost gone. Yeah, and you did you haven't? No, no, you didn't start running the offer two months ahead of time like Mm-mm. some people do. No, nope, nope. Dang, dude, <laughs> it's the, the brand is in a very nice spot. I'll be honest, it really, really is. So yeah, I'm now having sure to get like the factory to like, can we possibly get some more in? <laughs> Like, like quickly, <laughs> like, <laughs> man, that's awesome to hear. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, yeah, dude, just hold that sucker. And I'm sure even 20, 30 minutes a day, if you really wanted to, like you can outsource and like fast that part off to yeah. someone or, like, I'm sure at some point. So man, that's really neat. Um, yeah, and, so honestly, yeah. I am, I'm, I'm flipping on it in some, in some ways in my head, I'm still kind of like, Let's let's get through Q4, get to January, and like, yeah, maybe we'll get a much better multiple for it at that point. Yeah, and then the other part of me is like, it's just keeping cash flow. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool, man. Thanks for the update. Um, it's been a, a week since the last pod where we both kind of did some thinking out loud for mm-hmm. each of our new head of growth positions. Is there anything you wanted to jam on, or ask about, or get my thoughts on, or just talk out loud about? If anything, any messaging, any ideas, any starting tactics, like how to differentiate as this premium 3PL, just wanted to like open invite, to like see if I can, yeah. we can just jam. Yeah. Honestly, it's been, I'm trying to think working you know, last week was well, a couple of Shopify events. We kind of did like a workshop in London for a day, just going over a lot of the messaging, a lot of like, you know, plans for the next really like 18 months and kind of where we want to get to at the end of like 2023 and just looking at that. Um, we finally, say we Hutch finally got the keys to a new warehouse. A long last, it's taken them about two months to actually get this deal over the end, the line. Um, so there is currently like a big sort of operation happening there of like moving all the products. We're kind of aiming for like October 1st, October 3rd, somewhere around there to fill a bunch of trucks, literally lorry loads and move it, you know, probably what, 80, 90 miles. Um, wow. to a, a nice big new fulfillment center. So th- there's, there's a lot of focus kind of going there right now, um, particularly with the rest of the team. So it's, there's a couple of things that have kind of gone into delay that will start to change. Um, so this, this next week or two, is probably going to be a couple of the hardest ones just for kidding out the warehouse. A lot of focus going on that, um, making sure that that whole operation is, is going to go smoothly. In the meantime, I am kind of just prepping a shed load of content. Um, on the back end for when the new site, new brand, everything goes live. And once we have that new warehouse, actually getting far more aggressive because you know, we now need to go and fill it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, before you're like at capacity or near it or whatever, but now you're yeah. like, oh, wait, we have a, it's a lot bigger. We have room, but yeah. wait, now we got to fill that room <laughs> so we can pay for it because, it, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Cool. I'll be honest, like I'm, I'm definitely still spending like a lot of time just jumping on demos at the moment and jumping on like customer calls existing and, um, kind of prospects and leads and just figuring out like, where are the pain points? What's coming up a lot? What are we not doing a good job of answering? Um, so it's really, it's like, it's just a lot of research at this point. Um, and again, kind of testing out messaging. One thing actually we did do, which has been kind of fun is we gave every single brand that's currently a client, um, basically access to me for an hour or two. Um, nice. that was last yeah. Friday. We just sent out an email of like, you know, book an hour with Tom, if you're struggling with really like anything e-com DTC related, you know, whether it be growth, Facebook ads. So yeah. I'm like, I'm learning a ton about just the, the brands that we work with, which honestly has been a blast. And again, figuring out like where, what, what were they doing previously? So there's a lot of competitors that, you know, clients came from, 
Um, and again, it's figuring out like, wow, did things go wrong (laughs) with competitors? Um, and again, like just an open, frank conversation of like, what are we doing? Right. What's missing and kind of feeding that back to the product team, which has been really cool too. Awesome, man. No, I think that was one of our, we, we'd mentioned that uh, a couple mm. last time or two times ago was uh, just like talk to Tom either directly and like you guys are doing or trying to figure out like your own community or private group or like connecting yeah. founders and brand owners, like these operators together and like building it that way. So it's yeah. really neat to hear the progress so far on that. Yeah. I think probably just on that actually. What's what's kind of coming up a lot at the moment is is trying to figure out like what is what's kind of the biggest lever to pull and which ones should we be pulling because you know there's there's some that are very much like a long term play and it's how aggressive do we go on that and I'm thinking kind of SEO at this point um, there is a phenomenal amount of keywords that we could rank for that we're not even touching on you know SEO has just never been a focus ever <laughs> yeah. I mean the brand has only been around for you know, a couple of years it's it's yep. it's early still. Um, and I, yeah, I think there is a strategy there to be built, but again, it's like how much in the way of resources do we put on that versus just actually trying to build relationships and kind of pushing that word of mouth and building out lists and really just getting more active in, in communities. And as much as that doesn't scale, I mean, this at the moment, you know, this isn't a brand that needs scale as such, you know, success for us looks like 200 clients by the end of next year, which is, is very different to a DTC store. You know, it's not like which we need 200 it, clients a day who we need 200 in 18 months. Exactly. It's much different problems to solve than 200 new customers from Facebook at an average order value of 30 or 50 or 60 yeah. versus God knows how much it is per client per month. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Much different problem uh, yeah. to solve. So that's really cool. It's really interesting. Um, I think we're, I think we're good for this one just in terms of, uh, time we, we chatted your guys' ears off on tech stack apps, uh, thinking through website and you know some updates for Tom's brand and Hutch updates. So I think that's it for now on this one. Appreciate y'all for listening. We should be on Apple Podcasts by now or will be if not. So go check it out there. Leave us a review. We're also on, we'll, are on YouTube. So. Give us a shout if you want us to talk about anything or want us to share anything, talk about anything. Appreciate it, y'all. Take it easy.